With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 70. Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. A great show for you today. We'll talk with Seattle Mariners television play-by-play man, Dave Sims. He stops by, gives us the uh, 411 on that fantastic start by rookie pitcher Bryce Miller. Also a little foul affair. We'll have uh, an analytics uh, stat geek, Anthony Masterson. He drops by that and much more. Let's go. Better up. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. On Thursday, Justin Verlander makes his Mets debut. The 40-year-old Verlander is scheduled to make his uh, start against his former team, the Tigers, who drafted the right-hander second overall back in 2004 and then traded him away to Houston in 2017. Verlander uh, season opening start was delayed due to a back injury, but the uh, 40-year-old is ready to go. The Mets signed him as a free agent in the offseason, and uh, they have high hopes on Justin Verlander, who uh, won the Comeback Player of the Year, who pitched superbly for the Astros as they won yet another championship. Yes, Verlander signed that uh, $86.67 million two-year contract after he went 18-4 and with a 175 ERA and 28 starts. Um and uh, helped the Astros win and won his third Cy Young Award. So uh, Justin Verlander back. The Mets can only be happy. Uh, Matt Scherzer came back as well. Both pitchers older, but injury uh, dealing with injuries. Now the Mets will have their two aces back at the top of the rotation. Verlander making his first start of the season, and ironically back in Detroit where it all started for him. Number two. Philadelphia Philly fans, of course, they, they got to be thrilled, happy with the return Tuesday night of Bryce Harper. An unbelievable return from Tommy John surgery. 
I mean, an incredible amount of time. People thought that he would be lost way past the All-Star break. But here it is, early May, and Bryce Harper uh, returned. Of course, it wasn't a celebratory return. He went 0 for 4 uh, with three strikeouts in his first game back and saw his team pummeled by the Dodgers Tuesday night at Dodger Stadium. But still, it is a, a minor miracle spending uh, you know, uh, such a short amount of time, five months, uh, on, uh, on to, to rehab himself and uh, get back way earlier than people thought. Um, it's got to be a boost. Uh, Bryce Harper is a big part of the Phillies. He was key to their run last year to the World Series. And I'm sure, you know, they wouldn't have rushed him back if he's not healthy enough to play. So uh, he began the process back in early March. And uh, the wheels were running. And, uh, and this has just been, he got final clearance on Monday and was ready to play, itching to play. And uh, there he is, one of the best stars, brightest stars in baseball, Bryce Harper, back with the Phillies and uh, ready to play. Number three. I don't know about you, but Mookie Betts, without question, will enter the MVP conversation this year in the National League. I mean, Mookie Betts, we know, is a gold-glove right fielder, and now the Dodgers have him playing shortstop every day, and he's playing it well. We know he came up as a shortstop, and he's that talented, but man, to be versatile to move from the outfield to play the infield and to play it at a high level. It speaks about his versatility, his ability, and, uh, you know, everybody's gaga. I get it, pitching and hitting when you talk about Shohei Otani. But moving a guy from the outfield to play shortstop, it's usually the other way around. Robin Yount went from shortstop to center field. Uh, we just saw Jazz Chisholm Jr. went from second base to center field. It's usually from the infield to the outfield. Fernando Tatis was a shortstop for the Padres. Now he's playing right field. Very seldom is it the other way around where an outfielder moves into the infield to play. And I don't doubt if Mookie were to play there every day, he would not be uh, spectacular. He's just a tremendous athlete. This guy bowls, shoots hoops, dunks. He does everything. I don't know what he can't do, but what a valuable commodity. His bat has come alive as well for the Dodgers. So uh, Mookie bets. Remember I told you when the National League conversation happens for MVP, if his batting numbers are there, he has to be considered playing shortstop and right field. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast. He is the uh, television voice of the Seattle Mariners, friend of mine, Dave Sims. Welcome to the podcast, Dave. How are you? I'm doing well, Rob. Always a pleasure to be with you, man. How you doing? No doubt. We had to talk to you after the debut of Bryce Miller, who was perfect through six innings, wound up with 10 strikeouts, no walks in his major league debut in a two to one uh win. Please mm-hmm. tell me about this Bryce Miller. I tell you what, uh looks like a cowboy played at Texas AM, was a reliever uh as a junior, changed him into a starter, uh, was impressive in Mariners spring training. Uh he's got the big fastball 98-99. He's got a good uh a good slider. Uh the change is coming. And he just pounded the zone, man. He just filled it up, and he attacked uh, the A's. Now, granted, the A's aren't the 27 Yankees, but it's still a big league club. And I don't care who you are. You go out there, and you're perfect and, you know, for a spell and take a, you know, take a no-no deep into your first big league start. That's humongous. I mean, you little, little sisters that are poor, I'm still going to be, uh, yo, I'm congratulating them. You know what I mean? And uh, a tremendously poised, um, you know, as I look, look at the scorecard, First guy, uh, Ruiz, he popped him up the right field, then struck out the next two guys at the end of first. Second inning, struck out the side, looking, swinging, looking. Um, and he went, he retired the first 16 guys uh, before he gave up a base hit to center field by Tony Kemp, who was like, he came in with a career mark against Mariners at 280. Tony is always, I love Tony. And, right. I, and I even said in a broadcast, I said, this is not good. Tony Kemp coming up in this situation. And sure enough, he got a base knock. It was on, on a one-two pitch, and he slapped it right back up the middle. So tell me about his – he throws 95. What kind of pitch? 95 plus. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, what's his out pitch? Is he just throwing it by people? Yeah, and, and then, you know, early on, the early going, he was relying heavily on the fastball, and then I threw the, that was through the first time through the order. You know, he went one, you know, nine up, nine down. Then he started mixing in the secondary stuff in the fourth inning. Got a ground out, fly out the center, and a strikeout. Fifth inning, he went two weak fly balls to left and a strikeout. Uh, struck out uh, Shea Langoliers, a, a good power hitter, and a one-two slider that was just absolutely, as they say, filthy. And uh, and then started the sixth inning, striking out uh, Connor Capel looking on a one-two fastball. I mean, the dude's ridiculous. And, you know, we needed him because Robbie Ray went down 
flexor tendon issue, needs uh, Tommy John surgery season over. And then the other day uh, in Toronto, to bring up a six six kid from uh, uh, Hopkinsville, Kentucky, uh, Easton McGee. He had a no-no deep into that game, and the Mariners wind up winning that one. Uh, that would have been on Saturday. Yeah, that was Saturday. And he went he went 12 up, 12 down before he got the, the uh, allowed a walk and stayed a no-hit through – he went no-hit until the seventh – yeah, until the seventh inning. So another one nothing victory. So the Mariners are back on that – one run win trail the last two years a big part of the 90 win seasons the last couple of years is winning a super high percentage of uh, one run games last year they were 34 and 22 in one run game so that's a big turnaround and the Mariners aren't exactly killing the baseball offensively went into last night's game um last in the American League in uh in hitting but you know as long as you get hits here when the guys are Score position and you pitch, you got to you got a fighting chance. Our guest is Dave Sims, the uh, television play-by-play man for the uh, Seattle Mariners, uh, joining us here on Inside the Parker. And yet, yeah, talk about what is the issue? Is it just the hitting? Because the Mariners are uh, come into uh, Wednesday under five hundred on the season. They're not that far away from being able to get to five hundred and start there. But what's been the biggest issue? Uh, for the start of the 2023 season, yeah, mainly timely hitting and uh, you know Julio, the, Julio Rodriguez, you know, rookie of the year last year, and uh, he he's off pace a little bit right now, and uh, he's doing he's hitting balls on the barrel a lot. He's in high percentage. He's hustling. He's playing a good center field. Just not getting base hits right now. Ty France is in a, a woeful slump. Uh, last night, Ty France got the start, and he's over his last 20. So guys that you depend on, you get a couple cats like that at the top of your order, not hitting, you know, that, that has a profound effect. And then we started out the season, the bottom third of the order wasn't given as much and the DH spot wasn't given as much. So it's not like we have Nelly Cruz in his prime, like, you know, when he was with us back in like, you know, 15 and 16, 17 and 18, you know, we're mixing and matching uh, with personnel in that, in that uh, DH spot. Now, Jared Kelnick, he's been killing it. He's in top 10 in multiple categories, heck top, five in multiple categories offensively. And he's, he's been the lone dog that's really carried. As a matter of fact, he was the one that delivered the uh, game-winning hit last night, a RBI double in the eighth inning in the 2-1 win uh, on Tuesday night against the A's. So that's where we are. You know what it is, Robin? You've been around for the, the all-inclusive, that's baseball. This is going to happen in the first month. You can't right. expect everybody coming out and hitting on all cylinders. Here's the other thing, too, to consider. The la- as I mentioned, the last two seasons, the Mariners won 90 games. A lot of that was built on extraordinary second-half performances. Got a long way to go. And, uh, you know, guys, will, you go through these rough patches. Uh, Teo uh, Hernandez, you know, he hasn't exactly lit it up yet. He has got does have seven home runs, but he's hitting in the low 200s. So there you go. There you go. Dave Sims. My man with the Seattle Mariners. And, uh, yeah, they will be in the mix. I think they got – uh, a team that uh, is going to be reckoned with when you go a full season. And now to add a guy like Bryce Miller and get that kind of start. I mean, obviously not going to do that every week, but every start, I mean. But what a debut. And, Dave, man, we appreciate you and your knowledge, my man. Thank you. You're welcome, Rob. Anytime, man. Continued success to you and your folks. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know 
Well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? It was an April unlike any we've seen in baseball over the last generation or so, with stolen bases being nabbed at a record 79% rate, offense up across the board, and game time down a half hour. It's a great time to be a baseball fan. It's always fun to look back at the season's first month and see what becomes an outlier and what becomes the start of a potential MVP campaign. We saw the first player with a 400 average at the start of May since 2008 in Luis Arias, whose 438 mark was the highest since Barry Bonds' MVP campaign of 2004. He's trying to become the first player to win a batting title in consecutive years in different leagues. 602 stolen bases league-wide is the most in any season in MLB history on May 1st, besting the previous mark of 579 set back in 1998. And for reference, with a similar late March start as we saw back in 2019, 2023 saw 172 more steals than that season. The Rays went 23-6, and the best record by any team on May 1st since the 2001 Mariners. With a minimum of 20 games played, only five teams had better records on May 1st than this year's Rays, but only one of them went on to win the title, the 1984 Tigers, who started 18-2. The Blue Jays' Matt Chapman led the league in exit velocity while also ripping 15 doubles, most in April since Mike Lowell in 2002. He also led the AL in wins above replacement at 2.0, just a tick ahead of the NL leader, the Braves' Ronald Acuna Jr., who finds himself on the top of the leaderboards in extra base hits and stolen bases. If this was just April, imagine what the rest of the summer has in store. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. My oh my! Is it foul? 
or is it fair? And now, from MLBBro.com, here's J.R. Gamble. J.R., is it foul or fair to think that the Pittsburgh Pirates, of all teams, who are currently in first place in the NL Central, will be in contention in that division and in contention for the postseason the entire year long. Fair. It's a fair ball. But not for the reasons you might think. Pittsburgh has surely jumped out to a great start, which has been covered like Game 7 of the World Series because they've been so bad for so long. Andrew McCutcheon has returned home and done exactly what Pirates Brass hoped he would do. He's invigorated the fan base and led by example, thus elevating the play of the young ballers around him. He has certainly turned back the clock. This is one of baseball's feel-good stories early on in the 2023 season. However, the division is weak sauce, and that helps. Plus, it's not like the Pirates have played a murderous row of teams so far. Milwaukee Brewers are really good, the only competition in that division, and I feel like by the end of the season, the Brewers will be on top. Cincinnati, St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago Cubs, they all have a lot of work to do. If these young guys on the Pirates like he Brian Hayes and O'Neill Cruz when he returns continues to make progress and the pitching staff can hold, maybe they can make a run in the NL Central Division. But the better McCutcheon plays in the first half of the season at his advanced age, expect that there might be a letdown on the backside. Prepare for that. We will see. But I don't see the Pirates as any more than an 80-82 to 82 win team right now, and that's not a bad thing. Turn money into more money. Now it's time for betting on the bases with Dave Gascon. Love that money. Love that money. Rob, brand new week of baseball. Glad to be hanging out with you. We'll start things off Friday with the Cubbies and the Marlins from Chicago. Miami's not been bad so far on the year, but sub 500 on the road. Cubbies will be rolling with Justin Steele in this matchup. Check this out. In six starts so far in the year, he's got a 4 0 record with an ERA of 149. Strikeout to walk ratio was nearly 3 to 1. And the whip, sparkling at .96. I like the Cubbies in this one to take home the W. Flip side of things, we go to Pittsburgh with the surprise Pirates and the Toronto Blue Jays will be locking things up. Chris Bassett on the road against Rich Hill. I'm going to take Toronto to be the better club in this one on that Friday night affair. Other game I'm checking out as well will be a heated contest between the LA Dodgers and the San Diego Padres. This one taking down south in the Gaslamp District. Joe Musgrove versus Clayton Kershaw in the pitching matchup. Kershaw fantastic in the month of April, a 5-1 record ERA at sub-2 at 189. I'm going to take the under in this one. Musgrove has pitched well against the Dodgers on an occasion. Kershaw has been fantastic, but it's susceptible to the long ball, especially with Fernando Tatis Jr. being back in the lineup. So I'm going to take the under between the Dodgers and Padres, and that'll wrap things up. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Reason number 599 why Major League Baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. It's because you could see players star on both ends. We get the hitting part. Everybody loves the long ball, the home runs, uh, the, the hard hit balls, all that. But there is a play Uh, a side of the game in baseball that I think sometimes people overlook, and it's the defensive ability of some guys. 
Did you see the sick catch that Cedric Mullins made Tuesday night? I mean, sprinting in the center field, diving, fully stretched out, grabbing a line drive that would have been a double, triple off the, uh, if it bounced and hit the wall from where he was. But Cedric Mullins has been that kind of player for the hot and streaking Baltimore Orioles, making it happen both at the plate and in the field. We know once in a while there's a good defensive play in the NBA, and we know in the NFL, you know, you have two sets of players, but very few players uh, play both sides of the ball, will you say, like they do in baseball. And it's exciting to watch. If you're a fan of the game, you can appreciate guys jumping over the wall, taking balls back, or guys flat-out diving and making sensational catches. That's what makes baseball special and better than those other leagues. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.